Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And KMLX at your service back with you. 906. Opening day in St. Louis. It's a holiday, of course, but obviously a lot more going on if you were if you like I was, you were at work this afternoon trying to peek at the baseball game whenever you could, and all of a su- all of a sudden, if you've got news alerts on your phone, your phone started blowing up with news that Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, has been indicted by a grand jury in New York City. Still a lot going on with the, the situation, uh, a lot that has not been revealed as of yet. Uh, no documents have been released as of yet. Uh, there, there's just a lot to unpack here, and we are going to do that right now, joined by political commentator extraordinaire Mr. John Hancock. John, thanks for j- joining us late tonight. You bet, George. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Uh, I guess your phone was blowing up the same way mine was. Were you surprised when it started buzzing? Yeah, a little surprised that it came down today. Um I was beginning to think that um, Alvin Bragg was going to wait and maybe not issue an indictment uh, because of the other legal cases that are pending. But, uh, you know, he did it. I think it was a mistake. And I I don't think it's going to be particularly helpful for people that want Donald Trump to go away. I actually think this is going to help Donald Trump. Why is that? What what is it about the situation? And obviously... to, to kind of touch on what you were, what you're getting into there about other cases, uh, it, it would seem, you know, for somebody looking for indictments, for somebody who is of the of the mind that Donald Trump should be indicted for something, it would seem to make more sense to let it be a case that involved January 6th, the case in Georgia, uh, talking about attempts at interference with the election, rather than uh, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, an Al, Al Capone meets a porn star case in New York. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I think that um, what you have here is a campaign finance case. And the Federal Election Commission, who regulates campaign finance and they rule on violations, they've let this case alone. The Justice Department has let this case alone. Bragg's um, predecessor, Cy Vance, decided not to prosecute this case and uh, but now we have this case and then you know there's a president here with with john edwards who was running for vice president who paid off a 
uh, a woman with whom he had an affair and had a child. And that case was indicted and he was found not guilty. I just don't think this particular case is significant enough. And I think the, the legal arguments are very tortuous. And, I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think Trump gets indicted. And my concern, George, is that it will call into question the other cases that may really have some merit uh, that are going to be subsequent to this. You wonder about that, absolutely. And, but at the same time, and, you know, I, while I, I am no lawyer and have never played one on TV, uh, I, did, I, did right. spend some, I did spend some time uh, a few years ago working as public information officer in the circuit attorney's office. And so I have been, you know, behind those door, doors in a, in a prosecutor's office. And in a case like that, my gut tells me, you're not pressing those charges. You're not going with that indictment if you are not just 100% sure that you can get a conviction on it. You would think, although I do think there's a lot of politics going on here. Um, you know, I think the I think the DA in Manhattan has got to answer to his constituents, uh, his supporters, and they will be happy that he's indicted Donald Trump. So there's some of that that's informing this. I just don't think, and look, I'm no fan of Donald Trump, uh, but I just don't think this particular case is, you know, if the objective is to show people that Donald Trump is uh, conducting illegal activity, I don't think this is the case to prove that. Uh, And the case that I think is strongest is on the documents, you know, the, the withholding of, of, of top secret documents and uh, withholding them from the presidential documents group in D.C. The Justice Department is pursuing that. That case, I think, is real, and I think it's important. And this one, just not so much. Yeah, now, uh, obviously, a lot of it's conjecture at this point from the standpoint that uh, the, yeah. the paperwork's not out there. It's not been released yet. Right. Uh, CNN right. is reporting. I just coming across this. Uh, they are rec- reporting now that uh, 30 counts, uh, much, many of them related to business fraud, uh, are going to be part are going to be part of this indictment. Uh, yeah. If it if you get in, and you know, let's face it, people have speculated about Donald Trump's business practices going back long before he was in politics. I mean, back when he was on The, yeah. on the Apprentice and when he was even you know, an owner in the USFL, people were talking about his business practices and wondering about it. And I wonder in seeing that, should that prove to be true, uh, if that maybe makes this a little more than just uh, paying off Stormy Daniels? Could. It could. Uh, but my guess is, and of course, as you say, we've not seen the documents, but my guess is that the business fraud is all going to be related to the payment to her because those were corporate checks that were written. And then Michael Cohen was reimbursed from the business and they're alleging that it was a campaign expenditure. Uh, I think that my guess is most of those case, you know, issues are going to be surrounded by that. And again, if, if that's what if, if what this case is, is he had sex with a porn star and paid her off, uh, you know, 
used to be back in, in my day. That would be that would end your political career. But <laughs> apparently it doesn't any longer. But, uh, you know, if that's the charge, I just don't think it's a substantial enough case to make the point that Donald Trump is, you know, worthy of an indictment. Tell me this, though. The, the, the worthiness of the indictment obviously is going to be called into question by some, not called into question by others. But the, the reality is that a jury of his peers in New yeah. York City is much different than a, jury, than a jury of his peers might be in Palm Beach County, Florida, or Atlanta, Georgia, or St. Louis, Missouri, for that matter. Um, and, and so this does not change the fact that if they get a conviction— yeah, he's out of the game, right? Yes, and and if they can convict this case uh, in front of a jury, that's going to be huge. I just don't know that the, they've got the fact set here that's going to be sufficient to do that. You know, the, getting an indictment is one thing, and it's relatively easy to get an indictment if the prosecutor, you know, lays out a case and a whole lot of reasons. An indictment and a conviction are two different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me this. If you are the prosecutor or the investigator or, or you're, you are involved in the case, say, in Atlanta right now, yeah. or if you are involved yeah. in the documents case, yeah. um, where are you at this point and what are you doing? What are you thinking at this point? And are we talking more uh, about politics or about uh, making the case as far as what you do next? Yeah, I would have thought that, I don't know how these people communicate, but I would have thought that the folks that are pursuing the, the documents case, and maybe the Atlanta case, uh, would have gotten to brag and said, you know, stop, you know, let's not do this. That This is not the way to enter the Donald Trump is guilty um, world. Yeah, but clearly that didn't happen. You know, if, if you've got the, uh, I think the documents case is pretty straightforward. I, I don't know, I don't know enough about the Georgia statute that they're talking about the election situation there. That's a state violation. And January 6th, whatever you may think of Donald Trump, prosecuting him for coordinating that or having some role in that is going to be difficult given the first amendment and given the, the facts that at least have been revealed. But the documents case, I think is pretty straightforward. You know, they said, you've got documents. He says, I don't, they subpoena them. He says, I've turned them over. They come back and he's got more documents, you know, his, his own lawyer who had to testify last Friday uh, said he was lied to by Donald Trump. And, and, and so that case seems to me to be very direct, very on point, and, and pretty clear if they prosecute that. The problem is this political case in New York City um, will be used by a lot of people to obfuscate the real problem that Donald Trump may have with that documents case. In other words, they'll say it's all... They'll, they'll use it's this all, as, the, yeah. as the fuel for it's all a political yep. witch hunt. Exactly right. 
Well, John, tell me, tell me something here. Can you hang out for a for another segment? I want to. I've got a couple more things I want to get into with you, but I'm up against the break. Can we, can we keep you for one more? Let's do it. All righty. 917 KMOX at your service. George Sells with you till 10. John Hancock's going to hang around for another segment, and we will talk a little bit about both the political implications of this and also just the, the precedent that this sets in American society, really. Uh, it's an interesting case, and we're going to have much more with you coming up in just a moment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Nine twenty-two of the evening. Hamlux at your service. George sells with you up until ten o'clock, talking about the indictment of former President Donald Trump. This came down uh, for you Cardinal fans. It came down uh, in the middle innings this afternoon while we were all enthralled with opening day. Uh, phones began buzzing with news alerts about this. John Hancock of Hancock and Kelly fame joining us uh, to get into it and talk a little bit more about it. And John, uh, obviously the, the next thing in this, other than the actual paperwork coming out and the dissection of all that, uh, sometime in the next several days, uh, Donald Trump is going to be headed for New York city. And, uh, a lot of people on edge about that. Are you worried about what might become of all this uh, in these next few days? Well, you, you've got to look at this, George, through a political lens. So the people that like Donald Trump are going to see that uh, they're going to believe that he's being persecuted. He's going to get fingerprinted. He's going to have a mugshot. Uh, they're going to react very neg- negatively to that. The people that don't like Donald Trump are going to say, you know, this is justice. And, and finally, we're you know, going to get this guy on something. And, and the country's going to be divided on this issue, just as they're divided on everything else. And in the context of a Republican primary for president that's going to take place beginning in January of 24, uh, it probably helps. This case probably helps Donald Trump's. Um, pursuit of the Republican nomination for president. And that's probably not what the folks on the left would like to see. 
I would ask if it's also I would ask if it's what the folks on the right would like to see either, though, is that it, it'll, it'll certainly activate a base. And we all know that bases uh, in the more lightly attended uh, primary season uh, can right. make a lot of no- can make a lot of noise. And there's always the right. question of, you know, usually candidates move to the center when they get to the general. We know that's not going to happen with Donald Trump. Uh, is, right. is this uh, is this setting Republicans up in a way for uh, harder times ahead in the 24 election? Well, I, I don't think that I don't think that Donald Trump can win a national election uh, with a full electorate. I, I, I felt that way for a long time, regardless of this circumstance. And but this could make him more likely to be the GOP nominee in 24, which, you know, as a, I'm a Republican, I'm a conservative. And, you know, I, I would like to see somebody else nominated in our party because I think that Donald Trump cannot win in November of 24, regardless of who the Democrat is. So in, in this particular case, in the cases that are coming, um, are going to make that less likely that, that he will be able to win a, a general election. And, you know, I don't think that's necessarily good for the country. It's interesting right now to look at, uh, I'm just looking at a few headlines here. Uh, key House Republican leaders line up to defend Trump. Uh, Pence yeah. tells CNN, CNN Trump's indictment is an outrage. Uh, yeah. DeSantis lining up. Uh, in de- in defense uh, of Donald Trump, uh, it's yeah. it's not surprising that you would see uh, you know the, the the key players lining up along along party lines. But at the same time, it's also interesting to watch you know, for 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 what we're talking about here. Uh, Ron DeSantis, in particular, a, a guy who I think a lot of Republicans see as the next step for that party. Uh, of course, it's very very early. Uh, but it would seem it, it would seem like risky waters to tread into. I, I know you got to say something, but uh, as a guy who is a political consultant, what are you telling your person uh, if they are thinking about running for the Republican nomination? And just how do you even get your head around this? How do you even approach this right now? Well, this is a bad case. I mean, this is a bad charge. Uh, this is a charge that should not have been made. And so it's relatively easy for Republicans to say, you know, this is political, blah, 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 because it is. Uh, It's going to be a whole different story if he gets indicted on the documents case, which I think is real and substantial. But the fact that this case has come first is going to make any subsequent case, you know, potentially less impactful. And that's my, that's my concern here. I, you know, I, I wish this case wasn't brought as somebody that would like to see somebody other than Donald Trump be the Republican nominee, because I think this helps to foster his effort to be the Republican nominee. So if you're Nikki Haley's advisor, or Ron DeSantis's advisor, what what are you saying to them right now? What how are you? What, what direction are you pointing them in? You know, I've said this for a while. I, I think that all of the Republicans that are running, whether it's Nikki Haley or DeSantis or um, uh, Mike Pence and others, uh, I think they all 
should go after Trump aggressively and call him out on not this particular instance, but on a host of things. And they should they should make the case to the Republican electorate that he cannot win in November. And I don't see that happening right now. Uh, you know, Pompeo's out there. Um, Chris Christie's out there. I think I think the Republican candidates need to be much more aggressive and on point in, in arguing that, that Trump should not be the nominee. I don't see that happening. And the less that happens, the more likely it is that he's going to be the, the nominee. Are you worried that some of the, the the January 6th storm the Capitol crowd is going to show up in New York next week? I don't think so. Um, you know, we've not seen widespread protests. Um, you know, the, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and the, whatever those groups are, you know, they've been pretty much blunted by what happened January 6th. I don't know that there's a substantial organized group out there that could turn out hundreds or thousands of people. And we've certainly not seen that to this point. So I, I don't expect there to be um, widespread protest here. It's just, it's been interesting watching the, the, the security build up in New York City and that sort of yeah. thing. And it, you, you just never know if you're going to, you know, it could be just a couple of halfwits show up and try to make some noise by themselves, but it's uh, it's definitely something that a lot of people are keeping an eye on right now. Well, yeah, I mean, they, the police have to be prepared, but I, you know, I would be surprised if there's any kind of widespread violent protest here. Let's talk big picture history here. Uh, this has never happened before. Uh, this right. is something that you know that we've we've had many unwritten rules in uh, presidential politics and and, and in, even in how former presidents both are treated and how they conduct themselves, yeah. uh, all of which uh, or many of which have been broken over the last uh, you know, the last several years. You know, many many a taboo has been ignored, many a line crossed. Uh, and and you can go back as far as you know traditions of not talking about the president's personal life that you would that you were seeing back uh, in the Kennedy years even, uh, but you know one of those lines certainly and a very big one is the is the concept of indicting a former president. Of course, uh, much different scenario than many of the former presidents that we've had. But you know how. Right now, it seems enormous. It seems like a, of an immense magnitude. Do you feel is 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 it that big, or are we just too close? Well, we're a little close. Um, Donald Trump is unique. He's unique in American history. He's unique as a president. He's unique as a former president. I mean, he, there are no comparisons really for him uh, when it comes to anybody else. I mean, I guess the closest would would have been Richard Nixon, who could have been indicted over Watergate. Uh, he was pardoned by Gerald Ford, so that never came to fruition. But, I mean, there really is no corollary to Donald Trump that exists throughout American history. I mean, Andrew Jackson was impeached. Um, but, you, you know, we're, we're living a case of first impressions here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. What do you— uh... 
what are you thinking next? Any any predictions? Any any bold sweeping predictions about uh, what we are going to see in the next couple of weeks? How how the the rest of the dominoes fall, so to speak. Well, the one prediction I have, George, is that my dog Gus. Uh, <laughs> we went out this afternoon in the yard, just got the grass cut, and he found a deceased bird, and uh, he consumed the bird, much to my chagrin, and there was nothing I could do to dissuade him from eating the bird. And uh, I'm expecting some dog bowel or stomach activity <laughs> yet, uh, that it's not going to be welcomed. So that, that's the one bold prediction I have. I think Gus is going to have an episode. And I will tell you that my dog, Ollie, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, He's been chasing squirrels his entire life, and for the first one time, he caught he, one. He got one. And yeah. uh, the 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 bowel issues that you are discussing were very yeah. real in our house. You know, <laughs> the, the, thing about, the thing about squirrels is, to the dog, they think there is one squirrel in the entire world. Yeah. And it's and it's all it's always the same squirrel, and they're always going after it. So uh, yeah. I, I can relate. He finally achieved the great victory, but uh, yeah, that's uh, so. Big. So we know that uh, dog issues are one thing, and we know that uh, we're going to have this <laughs> this topic to talk about, which some people feel is uh, very similar to what will be coming out of your dog shortly. <laughs> but, yeah. but both both will go on. I can't wait. George. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, John Hancock, thank you so much for for staying up late with us this evening. Really do appreciate it on an opening day here in St. Louis. Take care. You too, John. Eight nine thirty four. Here's what we're going to do next. Uh, Want to hear from you? Obviously, this is going to be quite the topic. So three one four four three six seventy nine hundred is the number here at KMOX. And let's get ready to go to break here. But let's look to the next segment and let's talk about uh, kind kind of unpack some of what John talked about because I really do want to t- discuss. Both this case, does it lack merits? Did they come at it too fast? Should they have waited for one of these other cases that at least seems more like something that that most people can agree is a legitimate charge? Uh, you know, and listen, let me let me set set some parameters here. I know that there are a bunch of people out there that are on one side of this, a bunch of people out there who are on on the other side of this. But let's come at let, let's come at this from the standpoint. Yeah, you know, there there are some things. Even if you are a dyed in the wool Trump supporter, I think you can reasonably agree that the federal documents case might have something to it. Not saying you think he's guilty, but you you got to be able to agree that there there might be something there. And if you are a dyed in the wool Trump hater. You know, I would say you still have to scratch your head a little bit and wonder how a philanderer paying off his old girlfriend to keep her mouth shut would be the thing that would bring this guy down when you've got all this other stuff. Is it a legit case? I I think you can, you know, that's a discussion you can have. So give us a call, 314-436-7900. Let's unpack some of this stuff coming up after the break. It's 936 in the evening on a Thursday night. I'm George Sells with you on KMOX. 940 in the evening, KMOX at your service. George Sells with you about another 20 minutes till 10 o'clock 
here in downtown St. Louis on an opening day for Cardinal baseball and on a day that former President Donald Trump indicted the first time a former or sitting U.S. president has come under indictment in the history of this country. Obviously, some pretty heady stuff there. Uh, But then the question looms, is this a a legitimate charge? Is it the right charge? If you want to see Donald Trump convicted of something, is this the one that you go after? A lot of questions on the table. Angie joining us on the line and uh, at a loss for words is what I'm told uh, by producer Gary. You said, Angie, how are you doing this evening? Well, I... I just think it's a travesty. I mean, I have a few remarks written down. I don't know my lesson plan here, but I tell you, I hope I don't sound free, but it's, I'm 77, and they just didn't get to do this because the whole world is watching. It's, just, it's a travesty to me. And when you say it's a travesty, is it the case? Is it this particular case, or is it that there's an indictment at all for anything? Um, I guess both, but mainly it's an indictment of a, of a human being, of an individual. It's not about, I, I don't, I think it's, it's borderline nuts. <laughs> it's just, it, it, so it's a campaign finance thing, I understand, but they can and then, you know, they say, oh, you can indict a ham sandwich, like I know. But, I mean, I'm a widow with the brains, the outfits, and the the cemetery. But he would say, well, you know, you can't fix stupid. So I guess if the guy in New York wants to indict the former president, apparently he gets to him this year. Tell me this. It, it, tell me this. If, if we were talking tonight about... Uh, charges. No, if we were talking tonight about about charges uh, relating to classified documents, uh, that that case is also is also there. Uh, or if we were talking tonight about uh, trying to use influence to influence the attorney general in Georgia to change the to change the outcome of of the election. Uh, if, if if we were talking about one of those cases instead of this one, would you feel differently? No. To my way of thinking, my mindset is, is just that the Georgia thing, to, to not quote him right, but he said it was a perfectly good call. I don't know what you can do about that. And the other, everybody in this dog has taken what they quote-unquote, called classified. you got to define classified like President Clinton would say, define whatever. All right. (laughs) Angie, thank you for giving us a call. It is 943 on KMOX. Bruce on the line. Bruce, what's going on this evening? Hi. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. What Um, What are you thinking tonight? I've been watching this stuff for a long time, you know, on TV, playing both sides, trying to find something that's reasonably you know, something you can believe, but be that as it may, Trump has been wound up in so much stuff and bought his way out of everything for years. Well, now, you know, this is just the beginning. If, you know, he just opened the door for everybody else to to uh, 
throw all the indictments, which is cool, you know, whatever. But if he got he got indicted for this, there's a lot more stuff coming. That's just what I that's just what I think. I don't know if you were hearing uh, John Hancock and I talking in the last segment, but uh, he he was talking about the fact that this ended up being the first case instead of the the other cases, particularly the the, the documents case that seems a little more cut and dry and maybe clear that there's a, a, a conversation about illegal activity and and for lack of a better term, has a little more gravitas to it, you know? It's like, are we going to talk about, uh, you know, classified documents and state secrets? Are we going to talk about interfering with elections? Or are we going to talk about paying off, paying off the porn star? Uh, you know, it's, it's it, would you feel better about things if one of those other cases had come first? Or do you think it's just a matter of the order doesn't matter and it's all coming? No, to me, it doesn't matter for the sole fact of everything takes its time through the court system. It is what it is. You know, nothing should jump against anything else unless it's something, you know, totally different. But, uh, no, they started this first. The rest of the stuff's coming down the pipe. And these people that are investigating this, they're not stupid. They are not going to throw a case up that's not going to stick. You know, that's just all there is to it. So do you think uh, we see Donald Trump as a convicted felon before this is all said and done? Now, I don't know if that'll happen or not, but I do believe he will be charged in each case. Now, what happens after that, who knows? Crazy stuff happens, but, I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, everybody can say, you know, stick to him blindsided regardless. I look at both sides. You don't get indicted for all this stuff and people crawling up your butt for no reason. And tell me this. All that said, do you think Donald Trump is the Republican nominee for president in 2024? I would certainly hope that the Republicans can come up with better folks than that. These guys are all being lemmings. They're smarter than that. They can do something better, but either they don't want to take the time to do it or the effort. But there's way better candidates out there than Trump, by all means. All right, Bruce, thank you for joining us. 947 in downtown St. Louis, KMOX at your service. Going to wrap things up coming up on the other side of the break. Obviously, the Trump conversation will be something we'll be having for, for some time something we've been having for some time. Uh, if you want to give us a call on that, 314-436-7900. We have a, a couple of minutes on the other side. Also, if you want to talk best baseball Midwest road trips, where should I go? If I want to take my kid on the road and go to some ball games on the road this summer, where where should I take him? 947 KMOX, at your service. I'm George Sells. 52, wrapping up the evening game. Well, it's after, at your service. George Sells with you for another couple of minutes. Jeff's on the line. Jeff, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the indictments today? I think the indictments on the president are a joke. I think that uh, they represent an absolute corruption of our quote-unquote justice system. I think it's totally politically motivated. I think it's baseless and stupid. And it, it's an announcement from uh, cities like New York and, and these failed states 
that uh, they're just they're not serious people anymore. Would another case in place of this one have you looking at this any differently? There there are several different topics, obviously, that the, uh, the former president is under investigation for. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you know, if they keep throwing stuff up against the wall, I, they're hoping that they'll get, you know, a jury that's going to, you know, indict or convict Donald Trump on anything. And and they don't they know that if they keep doing it enough times, they're going to find 12 people that are, you know, Democrat enough that they won't care if he's really guilty of anything. He's Donald Trump, so he's got to go to jail or he's got to be convicted or we have to publicly shame him in front of the nation. Tell me this, all, all, all this, all that aside, say he got the nomination in 2024. Do you think he could win? Cause a lot of people don't, I mean, I don't John Hancock, who is a, a Republican strategist from way back was on with us earlier and he doesn't think he can win. And he, he thinks that this solidifies uh, Trump's position in the primaries, but doesn't think he can win the general. Do you, do you, do you look at this in, in a way that it uh, it may be setting up the Democrats actually come the come twenty twenty four? Well, I, I'm not sure if I don't know. That's it's a tough one. I, I it's not the first time I've heard someone say, "Oh, well, you know, he, Donald Trump can't win. We have to run away from Donald Trump." He they said that in 2016, and he won, and. The election in 2020, he got more votes than any president in history running to be reelected. Somehow Joe Biden got 81 million votes. I don't think he could get 81 million votes again. Um, So, you know, and I don't think Donald Trump has lost a lot of votes since 2020. Uh, And and there's more important things than this. This cannot stand. The American people have to reject this nonsense of not just this New York DA, but this entire politically motivated justice system must be rejected. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you for thank you for calling in. Uh, We're getting up against the clock here. Obviously, this is a conversation that's going to be going on uh, for some time. Uh, Yeah, it it needs to go on. This must be rejected. We, as a people, cannot suffer this. This will not end well. This is third world stuff. Well, one man's opinion there. A lot of other people think that uh, basically where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's definitely been a lot of smoke around Donald Trump for the last several years. So uh, we're going to see where it all goes. It's definitely going to be uh, interesting fodder the next few days and uh, have a lot of impact on the justice system in the coming in the coming months and years. 9.56, Thursday night, KMOX at your service. I'm George Sells. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.